Hi, this is John St. John. This is Dave Fenoy. This is Ashley Birch. Hey, it's Frank Grillo. And you're listening to my favorite. And you're listening. Listen to this podcast. Listen to the Game Fix Podcast. To the Game Fix Podcast. Welcome to Game Fix Podcast. Game Fix Show. Hello, my friend. Stay a while and listen. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> that does not taste good at all. Spider-Man takes leaks. Hulk takes fucking shits. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go play this. Go play this. Dude, I still don't remember the conversation that led to me saying that thing on the clip. The Spider-Man takes leaks. I, I don't remember what yeah, I was talking about. Like, I think a- I, th- I think you guys were talking about the first Spider-Man movie or the first Spider-Man game on the PS One. I think that's where that, that okay. came into. All and right, you were just kind of you were just kind of rifting, and you're just like Spider-Man takes leaks, and we're just like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Game Fix Show. I am Verlaine. With me is our producer James. James, what's going on? What's up, um, everybody? Make sure to check out our website, GameFixShow.com, uh, our weekly stream or our weekly recorded podcast right here if you're not, Facebook.com slash game slash GameFixShow. All major social media outlets, just type in at GameFixShow, like, follow, subscribe, molest, talk dirty about us. I don't care. And then, of We're course, the uh, podcast, anywhere you can get podcasts, just type GameFixShow, three words, and you'll find us literally anywhere you find podcasts. Um, we are going to make this kind of a short show, but there is a lot that's going to be involved in it. Um, we will start it out right now, like we always do. And we've got a surprise because James, I'm going to let you kick this off because you've actually been playing a video game. Dude, I have. Uh, so I have been on the new world kick and, uh, it's, it's kind of fun. Like for those who don't know, Amazon, uh, put a whole shitload of money into this big massively multiplayer online game called new world uh it's been delayed hundreds of times uh it's had alphas and open betas and da 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 it finally got released last tuesday Hmm. uh i'm like 80 hours deep and i can't freaking stop um so uh the whole premise of it is is you uh, you're a nameless, faceless somebody who discovered a new continent. It's like very America discovering the new world, and mm-hmm. uh, all of the attire is very much within that time frame. Like, dude, you have an offhand weapon that can be a musket. Like, you can have muskets in the game and stuff Do you have like to load that. It like a musket. No, actually, thank God you don't. It's definitely, uh, you do have to drop the pebble in and then put gunpowder. Yeah. So, yeah, you kind of do, I guess. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, it's it's very survival. It's very open world. Like, you have to cut down trees. You have to mine ore. And then you have to refine it. And then you build your armor and your weapons and stuff. And, Hmm. yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it's completely open world. You can walk wherever you want. The big draw to this game, though, is the PvP. So guilds can take over towns, and the guild can set the taxes and stuff in that town. And if you're a part 
so you're divided into three different factions. If your faction owns that town, you get reduced stuff. Okay. So like, like you could buy houses and the, the housing, like the property, you have to pay property tax. That's like, believe that's it or like not. GTA kind of. Yeah, sort of, kind of. And uh, you pay reduced stuff, and yeah, it's it's very fun. If you have a PC, it's like you could buy just the regular version of the game, not like the super special fancy one. You could buy it for like thirty bucks. It's it, if you're into like that open world survival, you know, like guild versus guild kind of combat. This is a very fun game. Even if you're not into that and you just like playing the solo crafting, killing like beasts and stuff and skinning them and fishing fish. Dude, the fishing in this game is phenomenal. Like it's so good. <laughs> um, you get XP for everything you do. You can literally not participate in any of the main quest and you could be max level. It's huh. so good. Yeah, dude, that's what I've been playing. I can't stop talking about it, dude. Just cut me off and start talking. That's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know. Like, that's one of those games where, I mean, like, at least they had the betas, though, because if they didn't have open betas and shit, this would be a big farce. I think it would have bombed. It's amazing that it didn't bomb. Like, most people probably thought this fucking game was a rumor and was never going to happen. Uh, so that's so that's cool, man. It's still, like, it, it's it's only been a week. I mean, it's coming up on a week. It's it's still, like, the number one played game on Steam wow. currently. At, like, it, it's, it was up to, like, a million concurrent players, like, all at one time. And that's just Steam. That's just the people who bought it on Steam. You can buy it from the website itself. It, that has nothing to do with Steam, okay. and those numbers won't be calculated at all. And, like, dude, the, that, that first couple of days there was a lot of complaining about server queues. So Amazon did something strange. What they did was they limited the population of the servers to 2,000 players. They've upped it to 2,500 since then, Jeez. but you can only have 2,500 players per server. And their theory of this, their ideology is because they don't want the factions, they don't want one faction to be too bloated to where they control everything on like the, the map. Whole server. Yeah, like they control the whole server and they can literally just skyrocket prices for everybody else. Hmm. So they they want that faction balance. And so far it's been it's been going good. Like my server, the purple, purple, team purple. <laughs> um, we own like a lot of the land, we own a lot of the areas, but other guilds of coming together. And like going after us to take control of our stuff, and we keep fighting them off. And dude, like, I know I haven't joined PvP yet, but I've witnessed like PvP battles from very, very far away. And like, they're intense. Like, dude, they're yeah. insane. Like, absolutely insane. It's like a hundred versus a hundred, and it's cool, just though. them running into each other to control this property. So it's and almost like when. It's almost like when you play and you join the server, you're kind of you're immediately in a clan, uh, and you don't have to do all the official clan stuff. And you're, you you you'll automatically get notified, right? If you have to engage in a battle, because what are the chances that a hundred people are going to be on and be like, oh, well, you you sign up for these battles. Like oh, there, okay. there's a place to That's sign sweet. up for these, and you have to be on. Like you'll see an announcement that pops up that like you know. Uh, 
syndicate, uh, syndicate maxed out something and they're going to war with the Marauders. Those are two of the, the, yeah. the different factions in there. And like, they're going to war with Marauders. It will be at, uh, it'll be 4.30 on October 7th. Right on. And everybody will be on at 4.30 October 7th. And wow. then just be, that's awesome. People will sign up and it's just a complete, complete war. Yeah, that, that is and, like a public clan. That's awesome. Yeah. And like, and then like within that, they also have clans. They're called companies in this game. And like, you can join these companies and like do stuff to promote these. Like, so oh. just a quick story, quick story before like, um, so I was just playing. And I'm just, I'm like a solo person. Like I just like doing my own shit. And I just got like a random invite to a company and I accidentally hit the wrong button instead of like denying it. I joined it and I just thought I denied it and I just going on my way. And then all of a sudden, like I got a private message from like the guild leader and they're just like, Hey, you know, welcome to the guild and da, 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 da. These are your, this is your duty for the guild to, to go up. And I'm like, what? And it was stupid shit. Like, you have to get X amount of fish and I have to get or, or ignits and like put them in the storage and X amount of skins. And this is what they want like every day. What? And like chores? Like, so you're yeah. playing the game for them and not for you anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what, like, what the yeah. fuck is this? And he's like, oh, this is stuff that you're required. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm out. Yes. And I like immediately quit the guild. <laughs> wow. Well, that's cool. Um, I'm I'm interested to see like in the next couple of weeks how this goes because this is Amazon's first game. So I mean, if it continues to go up, dude, I mean, good for them, man. Really good for them. Not to mention it's an MMO, <clears throat> and like there's there's really no end game to this yeah, game. Yeah, totally. Like, all of its end game is PvP. So once like the PvE players get to cap, there's really nothing for them to do. So they're going to be leaving in droves and it's just, it's just going to be interesting how Amazon is going to try to get those players to, to stay yeah. or to come back and stuff. Like apparently they've already have stuff like leaks of like the new content expansion and stuff. So it's going to be interesting. Like I hope this isn't just going to be a one-off thing. And like two weeks later, the game's dead and nobody's playing it. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, all right. Well, uh, as for me, I actually am still playing Aliens, and unfortunately, I can't beat the level that I thought I would be able to pass uh, because of the errors. I mean, this game's like, it's awesome. I still love playing it. I still want to play it, but now I'm at a point where I we can't play. Me and Jack played. Um, we did this little workaround, which last time we did it, we we actually, I think we made it to the end and just couldn't complete it. <clears throat> but this time it didn't work, and what happens is we just keep getting lagged out and booted out of the game completely to the home uh the home screen of the xbox and we try it multiple times so now like i don't know man i i don't know this is just it sucks because the game is not bad it's and it's only happening at this level that we're on we can so play any it, other level is it crashing it's so what happens is it's almost like i think it's a sinking issue with people like the way that they're oh, doing who hosts the game like it, it's it's like if I invite, then I'm hosting the game. So that is, so then by me doing that and it's not a dedicated server, everything is based on my connection and like Dave and Jack's connection if I'm playing with them. So my connection with Dave has always been like lower than my connection with Jack for, I don't know what reason, but 
I played with uh, Sean. I don't know if he's even watching, but Sean, he lives in the UK and he was playing with us. And like what happens is like all this noise stuttering, um, like skipping around. And it's solely because the game itself is trying to get three people together. Like almost how um, when Mortal Kombat did that net code upgrade and they did that, whatever that revert, that fighting that made it seamless. Yeah, yeah, This yeah, game the, uh, needs yeah. that. Um, so what that's what's happening but it seems to be happening at this level because there's so much shit this is a level where it introduces these little things that almost look like face huggers not really but they rep they're small like them and stuff and it's almost like once the battle starts all these things are on the screen because the more live players you have the more enemies come the more enemies are and so it's almost like every like time lagging you guys out yes the game. every that time sucks, and then man. once we start using our weapons when i start using my flamethrower like that's when it just it, it's it sucks because you have to beat all the levels just to get the horde mode where then you just do horde. So whatever, I'm still going to keep playing it. I'm still going to try to find a workaround because the game is still fucking amazing. Um, I have you tried to... it with just two of you. Yeah. Me and Jack play with us, two of us. The next step is, it? yeah, I think the next step is to try to get our bot killed. The AI that follows us, if we can maybe yeah. get him killed, it might help. Um, so anyways, I did get to try the battlefield uh 2042 open beta uh it was it's really weird how they did it not really i guess uh if you pre-ordered you got the closed beta and then the closed beta kind of just led to the open beta um i am a member of game pass so it was free like i got the open beta that's how i got it um and i played it just for a little bit because it was i think it was only available for two days uh on the 8th yeah, and i think it, it shut down was, on yeah. the 9th yesterday um yeah. maybe i don't know uh so i played it and for one like it was so good to be back to like real battlefield. Um, but man, they changed the shit out of this game. This is like, almost like they took almost like they took two years off or whatever, however long battlefield one and five were like, it's almost like they were really like the real team were in the back taking a break. Um, but they come back and like, I dig it. So it plays like Battlefield. It doesn't play like the old Battlefields. And I know that like that's so confusing to people. But if you play Battlefield and if you play Battlefield 4 or Hardline and then play Battlefront, the Star Wars game, you will know what I'm talking about. Because after Battlefront, it's almost like they took that engine or whatever the engine was doing in Battlefront and used that to power Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. And I could tell it didn't feel the same to me. Anyways, I digress. Um, they did some pretty innovative shit now because you're starting the game and granted it's a beta so that you're probably given a couple attachments to test these features, but you can add and take off attachments to your gun up to three of them anytime during the fucking game. Like while you're running really? down, while you're running down, uh, like I was running down, there's like a, this big long like roadway and there's a sniper and a watchtower. I only have a fucking, you know, machine gun running down there and I need to be able to at least see him. I can just hold the X, hold the RB button or LB button and a, a thing comes up while I'm still running. And I just push Y a couple times to activate the, the scope attachments. Like mm -hmm. X would activate the, the, like uh, the front of the gun ones. And then, you know, the buttons correspond to what you're changing. We're, so we're you can just go, yeah. yeah, instead of a wheel, it's a plus sign. So I would hold the L button and then push twice to get to my scope because I was on iron sights all while running. Now I have the scope. Now I can look and see the fucking dude. And Hey, guess what? I'm spraying a little too much. I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm going to put a fucking muzzle break or something on my fucking gun while the battle's going on. 
Like it's fucking sweet. That's, it's really, really cool. It's crazy. And that's definitely going to speed up stuff. Oh, everything. Like, because you don't have to, like, if you have the, if you're up against snipers or you're pinned down and you have like, I dude, battlefield four, all I do is run around with uh iron scope, iron side or what? Yeah. What is it? Iron Ironside. 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 Like I don't use any scopes on my gun. So if, if I'm pinned down by a sniper kind of screwed, you know, like it's harder to see. This is going to stop that. It, I mean, it's not going to make you a sniper from assault, but it'll at least give you an advantage. You also yeah. can call in vehicles. I don't know how they're going to you accumulate. Maybe you accumulate points like Star Wars. I don't know. They just by default, you could do it. You push both but, both shoulder buttons and you can call a vehicle, either a truck, which would be parachuted down into the battlefield, or they have this robot dog that's like its head is a machine gun and it'll follow you around and just shoot like a turret that's moving. It's fucking awesome. And anytime you fall down, anyone can revive you. It doesn't have to be just a medic with the defibrillator. So are there no vehicles on maps anymore? There are. There are. This one so had these a are lot special of helicopters. Kind of but yeah, like okay. they would be, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't explain how you earn these, if you have to unlock them or if you have to like earn points through the match. It was just right there for you to use at any time. But it was sweet, dude. I mean, like having just calling that dog down with a gun, like shooting dudes that are parachuting down. It's so sweet. Just regret that I didn't get to use the wingsuit. Maybe they didn't put it in the beta. Um, I really wanted to try that out. But I mean, as for Battlefield, this this feels like uh, they're back to real a real Battlefield game. In fact, I have a feeling that it's not going to play very well on my console because I have a first the launch edition Xbox. Um. I, I don't think I, this is a game where you're going to want a better system. Like seriously, like this is yeah. a game where I'm kind of now I kind of want to get an upgrade to my console just because this is going to look like a beautiful game. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Let's get into some, some newsy shit. Um, well, first before and we, foremost, do that, we have, we have Brett in chat who just said hi. Oh, hi. Hi, so, hi Brett. Hi, Brett. <laughs> he's, a, he's one of our uh, patrons. Um, so something is, something led me to find something awesome. Um, Far Cry 6 came out. I'm not a big Far Cry fan. After the first two, I got it. Um, because after the, the first two were kind of like the big get was the beautiful graphics. That was the thing with Far Cry when it came out. It was the fucking graphics and how real the game looked. Um, but then after that, everything had good graphics. So I like kind of like yeah, stopped. So well, turns out PETA is trying to uh, get them to take out cockfighting. All right. And then at first you're like, okay, that could make sense because it's kind of like, uh, you know, animal people, whatever, something to bitch about. But then I went and looked at exactly what the cockfighting was. I am going to fucking install this game tonight to play this fucking game. This cockfighting, you find your roosters or whatever you do, and you have to go around and you'll find different rooster like characters. And you put them in the ring and it becomes a goddamn fighting game. You are a chicken, like street fighter or mortal Kombat. Like it's a game. It has special moves. It has like meters. This seeing this is how the fighting goes. No fucking way. Are they ever going to win this case? There's no No. way this is not because because it's not an AI controlled thing. It's you. You know, yeah. if it was you setting a uh, uh, even a, like an AI chicken, which probably has the same brain capacity as a real chicken, probably more, uh, that I could see maybe a little like harsh. But no way, dude. This looks so fun that I want to install the game now. And that's all I want to do is play this fucking fighting game. There was, did you see that? That was crazy. It was like one of those x-ray moves. For yeah, me. dude. Mortal like, Kombat. That's so insane. This, 
I want to play this game and just review this part of the game because, <laughs> dude, if it's good, it looks good. Yeah, Mike it looks chat. polished. <laughs> Mike's dude, like, we should yeah. put it on oh email. my god! What if, though, like, <laughs> what if it's that good? If these dudes at Ubisoft actually had a separate team working on a game for a fucking game. Like that is some good shit, dude. I I can't get over it. Like I thought being animals in GTA Five was sweet, but this is unreal. This is sweet. And that, that wouldn't be like unheard of. Like Gwent was the big game, like the the big little mini game in Witcher Three. Yes, and it and, became its own. And it became its own thing. Yeah. So yeah, and I like wanna... I hear uh, I hear that uh, Ubisoft is working on. So uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has like a dice sort of game uh-huh. within that, like a little mini game, and it's really fun. Uh, I've heard rumors, I've been reading rumors that uh, they're actually turning that into like its own little mini game, like downloadable game thing too yeah, for uh, mobile. So yeah, these games yeah, do make so... sense, like having them on mobile, like having Gwent on mobile, like that. I think that, I mean, that can even add to the whole experience of like whatever the game world is like, that's so clever. It's so good. It really is. And it's kind of sad that like the game within a game is more interesting than the game itself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like for right now, absolutely. Like I have no idea what the game's about. Like maybe after I get this and and while I'm trying to find the chickens, I'll get into the game and be like, Oh, this is sweet. Um, But right now, dude, like, that's, I don't really care it. about Far Cry, but I would definitely play Far Cry if I could fight some chickens. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the coolest thing ever. So uh, yeah, that and I really think we, we got challenged. Uh, we got challenged to play the game actually by Bocephus. He's one of our ten dollars tier. So if you want to get all the information, Patreon.com/slash/GameFixShow, you could join up. Uh, when you get the ten dollars tier, you start being able to affect the show, give us challenges, topics, uh, and he wants us to play and review. Far Cry 6, so uh, we're going to do that. I don't. I think Dave may have already played it. I don't know, but we are both going to have some sort of review by next week. Um, here's something stupid. Uh, it is going to be quick, uh, just a real, uh, like an opinion piece, but, you know, I guess shoes are still a thing. Uh, and Adidas has gone ahead, and I don't know if this is in lieu of all these weird horror shoes that I've been hearing about, like the, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I think Vans did them. Yeah, no, they look, no, no, no. They're okay, but, yeah. you know, they're strictly yeah. collector shit. Well, Adidas has busted out uh, some Xbox shoes. And I mean, they look kind of okay to me. The color sucks. And that's the thing with Xbox merchandise. Like Xbox merchandise sucks because their colors are like kind of like our colors. And it's like neon green. And it doesn't really go with a lot of other shit. Uh, but they don't look bad. Uh, you could take off the Xbox on the tongue and tell me that they were just that color Adidas shoes. And I would feel probably the same. Like this does it. This looks like a shoe that would actually just come out with no, you know, it doesn't need to be branded. Yeah, like if this was just, if this was just a regular sneaker, like I don't know, it's it's all right. Like I've seen weirder colored shoes. Yeah, and it's definitely Game Fix colors. So f that. This is the official <laughs> Game Fix shoe, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The effect. It just. Ignore the Microsoft stuff and the Xbox stuff on it. This is the official Game Fix shoe. Nice. Thank you, You're Adidas. They made our Game We're Fix We're moving show. up in the world, man. We got our own shoe. We're moving up in the world. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have uh, my my uh, launch day Xbox came with a uh, a bag of shit, and I have an Xbox, uh, one, uh, an Xbox One shirt, and it's that fucking color. I never wear it because what is going to go with it? Because it's Nothing. An, it's, 
something like that is just kind of it's it's hideous and like it's you're right you... it it goes with nothing like, yeah you it make it that's nothing. like what you make work like the employees wear you you make employees of a company wear shit that like wouldn't even look good in public um, yeah like it's just yeah it's just it's not a good looking color and as a sneaker it's just no one's gonna wear them that's the thing like i <laughs> yeah. get there's collectors things but like for me like i semi-collect uh yeah. it's like when you start making things specifically to be collected, I don't think it's the same. It doesn't, it doesn't count for me. Like make something that you don't know yeah. if it's going to worth, be worth anything. You just want to collect it. Don't make something specifically to be collected because then the people that want it won't get it. The people that want money are the ones that are going to get it. Going to get it. I'm, I'm completely with you on that. Like something like that shouldn't be just like for collectors. It should be. Just for everybody make a lot make a lot don't limited limited once you yeah. say limited you know the bots are gonna get them and no one yep. else will i mean look at look at what's been happening like i'm a i'm a i'm a pop collector as you can tell in the background like i collect pops and it's the same way like we just had new york comic-con virtual show and like funko released a bunch of pops and like literally within seconds not even minutes seconds gone like so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's just there's yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, they they screw themselves. The companies get no money from yeah. all the money. That's it's it's so dumb. Like, why they do it? Like, why do they do it? Um, here's something that you definitely don't agree with, and I'm sure that I don't agree with either. And it is, first of all, this whole. I get really passionate about this subject, even though it's just a throwaway, nothing editorial that is always done. And that's like when they do these award shows for games. What's the best game of the year? Like whatever i argue about this all the time and my main point is that you know console exclusives should not be valid in one of these kind of things because not everyone has fucking access to it so by default it cannot be the best game of the year if not everyone can play it money yeah it's not everybody can play an xbox game if they don't have the money to buy the game but they have the opportunity to buy it without having to buy another console you know, like, nope, so anyways, with you. so there's this, this, who did this? I want you to explain like the, the company that did this. So this and, was IGN. This was an IGN, like, like poll, mm. I guess. And like, they did, they did like this, this whole like tournament style. They put up a poll and people voted for like yeah. what game they liked and stuff like that. Like, listen, polls like this just inherently are just stupid well they didn't because they... they put stuff like if for an example like they'll put stuff like god of war up against like super mario brothers 3 right you the, know, see like... the, they're not they're not <laughs> they don't categorize them right but the, the thing is is like this is actually even a bracket which makes it worse so yes yeah, it... absolutely if you're doing hey game of the year and you're gonna go fucking like Mario 3 or Mario Odyssey or yeah, like Mario 3 and then God of War and then fucking like, uh, I don't know, just something really lame. Um, they're none, not, I think they should be the same genre and you should be able to get the same kind of thing out of them. Like you shouldn't put two different genres against each other. A fighting game should not go up against Assassin's Creed. That's fucking retarded. Like then you got to go in depth. So like, if you're going to give me those choices, then we got to get in depth and be like, all right, let's check out the art. Let's check out how smooth the programming is. Let's check out the net code. Cause then we'll figure out out of those two, which is better. But like when it's an opinion piece and shit, like I think they should be together. So you're right. They were doing a bracket. 
in the not bracket. To mention, not to mention, like, how, compare the people who have played God of War to the people who have played Super Mario Brothers 3. Like, Super Mario Brothers 3 is 30 years old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God exactly. of War just came out within, like, the last, what, five years? More people, more people have played and remember God of War than they remember Super Mario Brothers 3. By the way, Super Mario Brothers 3 beats God of War. Sorry. It just yeah. does. It's just a better game. I mean, it's <laughs> like... not, it's, it, what, what Mario 3 has is, is replay value, for one. It's got replay value. Like, sure, God of War, look, if you want to go get, like, technical, God of War, absolutely, by default, is a fucking better game. Anything that comes out this year is a better game like... than something that came out in the fucking 80s and 90s. Like, that's, that's a fucking fact. But Mario has better replay value because, to this day, 30 years later, people are still going back and they'll play of even if it's fucking pushing a couple buttons they would gladly pick up a controller and be like "Ooh, mario 3 no one's gonna be like i've got five minutes i'm gonna fire up some god of fucking war that i already beat like what am i gonna gonna do which is gonna take the five minutes to load (laughs) so um yeah i agree um the the bracket system was really what got me because that's no way at all to do any kind of award show because you're just throwing virtually random fucking names in a fucking bracket and then you have okay yeah if i have to pick between a pile of shit and a pile of leaves i'm gonna pick a pile of leaves all right but if you're gonna give me a pile of fucking maple leaves and a pile of fucking like sycamore tree leaves then we have ourselves a fucking poll but what they're doing is giving us shit and sticks and and like that's it's just stupid because it then it becomes a popularity contest because more people like sticks and then sticks is going to go up against fucking moldy bread well more people like sticks better than moldy bread it doesn't matter whether moldy bread's better has a better story was made newer whatever the fuck people like sticks and god of war has that god of war just like fucking zelda won because of popularity if zelda was around and god of war was around at the same time and they were both new and both pitted against each other guess what Still not a fair fight because the people with Xboxes can't fucking participate. Exactly. And that's that's also a big thing for me, too. Like, Game of the Year, when all of these places do Game of the Year, and it's like, you know, Breath of the Wild and God of War and, like, Halo, for example. Like, like you're you're just limiting that to just that audience that's, of it's not playing that game, and you're not the broader spectrum of well, people, me, it, it should be a game that everybody can access, everybody can play. It, it's almost conflict of interest because what what they're doing is they're. I mean, I know it's not, uh, and don't don't like nobody get mad. I know that it's not because it's just a fucking list, a fucking award show. But when you're gonna say, okay, the game of the year is Breath of the Wild, made by the console that it's on. Halo, made by the console that it's on. God of War, made by the console that it's on. All three of those are going to get more advertising, whether it's deliberate or like like passive to you on your console, like being an owner of it than any other third party game. So by default, that's not even fucking fair, dude, because like more people are going to know about Zelda than Splatoon, even if they like Splatoon better because Zelda is going to be all the money's going to be pushed. Anytime you turn on the switch, if there's a little thing and Zelda's relevant, you're going to see Nintendo shit before anyone else. Yeah, and Game I actually pass. uh like uh, our uh, our lead writer on the uh, Game Fix show. He uh he just he just said this in our comment section. I completely agree with that. Journalists are scared of being frankly critical because Twitter mods will come at them. I completely agree with that. Yeah, well, like, they, they got to get over it because it's it's going to come first full circle. Like back in the fucking 30s and 40s and 50s, everybody was like, "Oh, goody two shoes." Oh, blah blah blah. 
And then one person was like, you know what? Fuck you. That's not how we're going to do this. I'm going to get in your face and we're going to make shock jocks and we're going to do Howard Stern. And then that became what happened. But then we had this the nip slip and then everybody got all fired up and then it got yeah. put back to friendly. So this is the time where we have to fucking knock down the doors and beat the shit out of fucking like fuck Twitter, dude. Don't let a bunch of kids fucking like ruin our world. <laughs> all right. Rant the over. views the views reflected by Verlaine do not reflect those of GameFix or <laughs> anyone on Earth <laughs> or or anyone else for that matter. Um, speaking of our lead contributor, Mike, uh, he does this thing called the Retro Reboot every single week, and uh, it comes out Tuesday, right? It'll come out Tuesday. It does come out Tuesday. Um, and this week is not as retro as he gets, but he really wanted to do this game. It's called Um Um Umi Nikki. Umi Nikki, U-M-E Nikki. I mean, that's what Mike does. He does these weird worded games. Uh, it's on PC, Steam. Um, I don't know anything about it, but he loves the game. Um, there we go. Uh, James is showing us. It's an, Okay, it's an overhead. It looks like something that actually both of you would probably enjoy. <laughs> like an over-the-top RPG. Uh, I mean, over-the-top like camera view. Oh, there's a little side scroller. Yeah. Um, so, so, whoa. It's that's kind of weird. Game? Like, okay. It's- it's a puzzle game. It's like one of those weirdo. That's almost like pseudo hand drawn. Kind of, yeah, like it definitely looks interesting, and I'm definitely going to like give it a try. Hell, I may already own it because I don't know what the hell I own on Steam anymore. Oh, like, yeah. and it's not. A, it's, it's an older game. So yeah, check it out. Uh, Gamefixshow.com. He does them every week. Retro reboot. Uh, and he also, real quick, um, he Mike put up a uh, a review for Gen Con for this year's Gen Con, which was like last month or something. Um, definitely take a look at that too. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's more of a, uh, board game, uh, convention and some of the, like it, it, there's a bunch of people obviously that are trying to pitch their, their, their games. Like people are always trying to make fucking board games. It, it baffles me that that takes a fucking brain to make a board game because so much shit can go wrong. So many rules can be I've, broken. Uh, I've kickstarted a lot of board games. Yeah. I'm like embarrassed to say how many <laughs> board games I've kickstarted. And, but you get uh, them, right? And you play them and like, that's I what you them, do. And I play them. I'm actually in. Uh, so little spoiler alert. I'm actually interviewing um, somebody coming up who has a board game on Kickstarter. So okay. look for that article coming up. Awesome. Hopefully soon, as soon as he gets back to me. Um yeah, like I kickstart a lot of games, and I, my dream is to go to Gen Con. I would Gen Con's like heaven to me. Like <laughs> I'm a I, I'm a board gamer, so Gen That's Con's awesome. like heaven to me. I would love to go to Gen Con. The problem is, is like. I live in Boston and Gen Con's in like Indianapolis. And that's, that's kind of a long walk. Like <laughs> make a trip. Oh, long walk. Oh, <laughs> well, um, so, yeah. yeah. I definitely yeah. want to go. Definitely want to go. Well, uh, check that out. He, uh, it, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Some of the guys are actually, they explain the rules for the games. Uh, it, it's neat. If you like that, if you like Mike, if you yeah, like they, us, just check it out. Big demo games there and like showcase there's tournaments and stuff there. Like it's crazy. And, like, some of the stuff that you really get into in this is just, it blows your mind, man. Absolutely yeah. blows your mind. No. Um, all right. Well, before we get into movie news, let's just talk about something that, you, I mean, another thing that a lot of people thought was just a rumor. Uh, and that is GTA. The trilogy is not only being remade, but it's remade, being remade for the Nintendo Switch. This is, like, the first, this is the first GTA that's been on Nintendo. 
outside of like the first ones on Game Boy or something like the overhead so, ones? So um, the last the last GTA game to get released on a Nintendo device was Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Stories. Oh yeah, and that came out on the DS like fucking ten years. And that was ago. still a top down one, right? And that was that was still a top down one. It was like touchscreen and shit. It was kind of oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of bad. Um, because Nintendo was like, hey, touchscreen, yeah, everything's gonna be touchscreen, everything's gonna be touchscreen, and then they just abandoned it really quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, by the way. Uh yeah, that was the last like Grand Theft Auto game to come out on Nintendo platform, and it sucks too because it actually sold really well on the on the DS, despite it being like the touchscreen thing. Dude, it's so, it's sold because it's GTA on Nintendo, and I mean like this is going to be this. If I had a Nintendo Switch, this would definitely be a, a game that I get a collection. Uh, it's going to have GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. I would definitely just get it for San Andreas. Vice City, I didn't like. Vice City had that weird trails effect. They were trying to like do motion blur. Uh, I don't know if it was to make it look more like trippy 80s or if it was to because they were trying to make it look more real, but I didn't like it. Um, GTA 3, I played the shit out of. San Andreas, played the shit out of um so that's awesome they're they said yeah, they're not only they're upgrading the uh the graphics they're also upgrading the gameplay but it's still gonna be and maintain all the gta that we know and love yeah and it's cool because this is like this is the three the, the three more popular like retro gta games like nobody really cares about like grand theft auto one or even grand theft auto london like nobody yeah. gives a shit about those uh, three San Andreas and Vice City were the three like definitive Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah. You weren't cool if you didn't play any of these games, <laughs> and yeah. the fact that they're I, I'm not entirely sure if they're like remaking them or remastering them, but they're like, they're they're being it's the same game, but the, they said they redid the they upgraded the graphics and the gameplay. So I guess it's kind of like a okay. remaster. So it's kind of like a remaster. Like the fact that they're they're remastering these games and bringing them to the Switch for like the first time ever with these games. These games have never appeared on Nintendo console. Is really awesome, and like. Yeah, I mean, way to go, Rockstar! You you figured out how to make money without having to release Grand Theft Auto Five again. Yes, <laughs> they don't need to, like so. it, it's a. I, I is there a rating on it? Because I wonder if they censor anything. Because the game is no, like... <laughs> they're not going to censor anything. Okay, nice. Nintendo's Good. Nintendo's done with that whole like kitty. Oh, you know shit. what? Because what's his name is out of the fucking picture. Bowser's got balls. Yeah, like Bowser's Bowser's got a set of cojones on him, and uh, yeah, they're not they're like it, it, it's it, like it's weird to live in a world where like Sony actively censors shit and Nintendo's like fuck it, let it go. Like that's yeah. just weird to me. It's all, like, it's and, all um, circles, man. There's actually a, there's one thing that I want since we're talking about like remasters and remakes coming to the Switch. There's something I want to talk about. Okay. If you don't mind, sir. Uh, so there was a big... So during the Smash Direct that happened a few days ago, it was announced that the last fighter for Smash Brothers Ultimate is going to be Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. um, which is fucking insanely awesome. Uh, it was also announced that the entire Kingdom Hearts trilogy 
Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix, 2.5 Remix, and Kingdom Hearts 3, with I believe is going to be the DLC, don't quote me on that, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Um, Kingdom Hearts... Uh, <laughs> here's sort of the kicker to this, though. All three of them, cloud. What do you mean? They're going to be played over the cloud. Oh, over the cloud. I thought you were yeah. going to be able to be yeah. cloud. No, no, no. That would be awesome. Oh, so, so, that, wait, awesome. so this will be their first have game on the them. cloud? Yep, you're going to have to stream them. Wow. Uh, it kind of makes sense for three, to be honest, because I don't think the Switch could handle Kingdom Hearts 3. It might be able to. I don't think it could. Uh, one and two, I think the Switch could handle because they were like PS2 games. Yeah, but and even when they remade them for four, they didn't like for the, the PS4, they didn't like update any of them really visually. So I think they would have been fine on the Switch. I think three would have been an issue. But it's interesting how all three of them are going to take advantage of cloud, of the, the cloud streaming service. And like Verlaine, how, how do you feel about that? Like, I know you're an Xbox Game Pass user. You've also used the, the EA Live service uh, when that when that came out, mm. and like so, you've used cloud gaming. Like, how do you feel? I, I know you're this not is, a huge Nintendo or Kingdom Hearts fan, but how do you feel about these games well, being Nint like on the cloud service? It, this is, it, I guess, number three. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three would probably be the biggest game, right? That they're ever trying on the cloud because they're not. There's like virtually nothing that they're doing, right? Are they like what other games are streaming from the cloud? It was only a, a handful, not even. Uh, I it, de I it depends on Resident Evil. I believe it was like a Resident Evil game that was on their cloud. See, I'm not a hundred. I would need, yeah, I would need to know like the stability of it because. To make a game exclusively available through the cloud okay. is very risky. Mike, uh, Mike, Mike came in with the shot. Uh, it was uh, Resident Evil Seven was cloud, but it was okay. only a beta. It wasn't the full game. It was beta. So, um, huh? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so, so this is this is gonna be interesting. Like, if the game doesn't work, they fuck themselves because then you just sold a game that's unplayable. So you're gonna lose money. Um, I, dude, you know, so they a, a while ago when Xbox announced their thing, Nintendo was supposed to be getting together with them and taking advantage of their cloud. But could this be that though that they haven't um, really announced? Maybe, maybe they're just kind of like subletting cloud and not announcing maybe. it, and that's kind of part of the deal. Like Microsoft will just take the money and say nothing. Um, but here's the thing, man: Microsoft being right now king of the cloud, they still have ways to go. Like I still, I still keep forgetting to try it on my actual laptop but when i try it on my phone in different spots whether it's at my house or in public five or like full bars 5g or you know whatever it is it it doesn't work all the, the way it should work um it, there's a, a, some games have a little bit of lag but it, you get that problem with streaming a game where that lag just uh, stacks and it builds up and builds yeah. up till eventually you can't play the game. And that happened to me with Gears of War 5 or Gears. That's six, right? Um, yeah. Gears I played, I tried on the cloud and it, that's the same issue. Um, it, you can play with the controllers. Some games you can't, some games are made with buttons 
but some of the games that have buttons have way too many buttons on the screen. Like it's so like you'd have to you have to look the at the screen. screen is just buttons. Oh, you can't literally, see literally. that would be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then you can also play most games that are on uh, Game Pass with a controller via the cloud. Um, so, but that's it's not stable enough. Like it's not stable enough where I don't even want to use. Like I don't even want to use it right now. So for Nintendo to come out and say this game is exclusively on the cloud. Even Xbox doesn't have a game exclusively on the cloud because I don't think they're that fucking stupid. This is definitely bold of Nintendo. And it's it's like, especially considering like Nintendo literally just discovered the internet five years ago. They're going from like internet to cloud. Yeah. Like it's, it, they, they've got balls. I hope this works in their favor. Like I really do. Because yeah. if this works, maybe other companies would be willing to put their oh. bigger games on the switch if like this that's why we don't have grand theft auto 5 on the switch because the switch couldn't handle it, would, it. yeah if this like, was if this works the nintendo is on par with the steam deck which is on par with all the other consoles because then there is no limitation and people don't have to buy another system to play the big games and yes they can just what will happen is they're just going to re you're going to get like a whole slew of re-release shit that's never been on there like i mean fucking games that came out like two years ago we're going to be seeing yeah. on there once the cloud starts uh so good for cloud. those companies are going to be making a lot of money uh they'll come up with a new subscription service probably tag on some more money to that twenty dollars um but hey i mean they're they're taking steps and they're growing up a little bit so that's good and that's that's kind of my other question too like so nintendo has pseudo cloud backup like if you subscribe to the service, I, you're not going to need to subscribe to the service to play these games, right? Uh, well, like it, they're not that dumb. It's still it's a stream, but no, I think what would, they would do is just the same thing as Game Pass. They would come up with their own little Game Pass thing, and then it would just be that. So if the twenty dollars, like, look, with Xbox, you're paying for Game Pass and you're paying for Xbox Live. So Nintendo will they they'll you're going to pay the twenty for the. For just for the access to the cloud slash internet, yeah. and then you're going to pay another to play all the games without having to buy each individual. If they're yeah, smart, I mean, they could end up going the way the fucking Google did with fucking what's their thing? Oh, the, the Stadia. Yeah, Google Stadia, yeah, where Stadia. for some reason you're subscribing to that, you have to pay your own internet, but then you also have to buy the game in order to stream game. it, which makes that no was, sense. That was that was the death for me. Like I was into that. Like I'm interested in like the cloud streaming thing i think that's interesting to me because it's like it's new technology it's technology we we haven't really seen before so like i'm behind these companies like when when microsoft was talking about like we're gonna start doing cloud and i'm like dude fuck yeah let's like let's push this technology forward that's awesome but then google did stadia and i'm like okay this is awesome and then you had to pay your monthly fee and then you had to buy the games and i'm like nobody's gonna do that yeah nobody is going to do that at all and that nobody is did. stupid and nobody did i don't know anybody who owns a stadia do you know anybody who owns no, a stadia not at all yeah see i don't know anybody who owns a stadia yeah i i don't know i, I just game pass is probably one of the best things microsoft has ever done it, i mean it's so good that it's like how are they making money i mean they're making money definitely on the back end but like how much is are these companies like paying to be in game pass or how much are they paid yeah. Because Game Pass not only is like a host for their game to get to everybody, but it's also kind of an advertising platform. Because right when you're added to Game Pass, you're fucking all over the place. So um, 
we we have a special guest during our show. Oh, do we? We do. We have a special guest, and you didn't know this. I so surprise. Never mind. Our special guest left. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, right, well, he'll reconnect. All right. So we'll when when our special so, guest comes back, they'll be able to talk to us. I guess about let's move on to the TV's shit because yeah. they'll probably be better to talk about anyways. We'll, uh, um, we'll get we'll get his opinion on what's coming up. <laughs> all right. So first and foremost, you have all the information on this one. Um, the big Scarlett Johansson lawsuit with Disney is finally settled. Uh, they've decided to pay her forty million dollars. Um, I mean, I don't know anything. I didn't read this article at all because I don't like I, I I don't like that she did this, and I don't like that I don't know people think it's okay that she fucking did this. Um, but what are what are the details of this? The forty million dollars had to kind of, like did they think she would make that so much in ticket sales? The forty million is actually a rumor. It's not confirmed that it was a forty million dollar payout. I just want to clear that up. Okay. Uh, so the big thing of this is the fact that Black Widow got a theatrical release and the Disney Plus release. Um, these big time actors and actresses they get kickbacks from the box office for how good the movie does. Scarlett Johansson feels that her payout wasn't that good because it was on theaters and HBO, um, not HBO, Disney. And her contract for this movie didn't specifically say both of them. It was just the one. So she was so only she getting money sued from. Them. Yeah, she was yeah. only getting money from box office sales. So she sued them. Um, people have opinions. Some people were against it. I'm for it. Fuck it. Like if this, if they're changing your contract to do something else, and they're not giving you incentives for they, the change of that contract, then they absolutely. They should have rewrote the contract. But the, they, and, and the yeah. thing is, is what we, I don't know, maybe it's written down, but if they tried to write the contract and she's tried to deny it, then that's kind of assholeish because this is this whole thing is kind of an act of God. If there ever was an act of God situation, COVID was an act this of God situation. Yeah, this is definitely it. And you do not see... All of these fucking actors uh, that made movies two years ago when HBO Max was maybe just an idea, but now they're being released because of COVID, specifically because of COVID. Uh, simultaneously, you don't see all those people fucking complaining that their fucking contracts were breached. All the fucking no, Mortal Kombat people. The Matrix is going to be on all these movies that fucking... Dude, HBO Max has movies that I would go pay to see in the theaters even if it was like... Or I would pay on HBO Max if they charged the, pro the premiere price. Like yeah. if it if it wasn't on HBO Max, I would go see these movies and pay to see them. No, those I'm, people I'm aren't fucking bitching. You. And and what what what's even worse? And I, this might be a Disney thing, but uh, they aren't putting their good shit on Disney Plus. It looks like yeah, we so, get all the shows, but Shang Chi for one, that's not going to be on. That's not on Disney Plus. So um yeah, I don't know. It's I guess good for her. Uh, uh I mean. As far as I know, she's dead in the universe anyway. So this was probably like okay with her. She was probably like, "Well, I'm not a recurring character, so why am I going to do that?" Unlike that uh, cyborg, whatever that guy's name was, who just Bishop, burned all yeah. his bridges. Fucking yeah. what the fuck is that? But anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess good for her. Uh, benefit, not benefit. It was going to happen anyways, but coincidentally, yeah, and, like Black Widow's on Disney Plus now for free. I mean, it, the yeah, premiere Black time Widow's is over. Disney Plus now for free. So, um, so yeah, and maybe yeah, that's what they were waiting for. They waited for that to end tally the numbers, give her the money and like, shut up. That's yeah. all we were waiting for. We're not going to pay you before the thing's over. Um, 
Yeah, it was a, it was an undisclosed amount. It was leaked that it was forty million. Uh, no real confirmation of yeah. whether or not it was forty million. I honestly think it was probably more than forty million because, like, Black Widow, it it's a Marvel movie. Like, we knew it was going to be a huge movie if it was going to be in theaters. So it was probably more than the forty million. Yeah. We'll um, never know, but shout outs to Scarlett Johansson and uh I will give you my address on the bottom and you can send me a check. <laughs> and some nudes. It, no, um, well, no, just the check. Oh, the check is he doesn't want any nudes. No, no. Um just, all right, maybe so draw it on the check. <laughs> sticking with Disney, uh there is a rumor. I don't I gotta say, it's not that I don't like this rumor, I just don't give a shit. And it's that WandaVision is going to get a little spinoff featuring, uh, what's her name? Agatha. Agatha, the, the yeah, main villain uh, of yeah. WandaVision, the, the, the evil yeah. witch. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine, Hahn, Catherine Hahn, who played uh, Agatha Harkness in the WandaVision series, is getting a spinoff show. We know nothing about this show. Um, so is it, it's confirmed that she's getting the show, though? It's, it is confirmed. It is completely uh. confirmed. Uh, yeah, it, it has a head writer. It, it has all of that. Uh, she was definitely, like, the breakout character in that series. I, I mean, it, she was really good. Catherine Hahn is, like, an incredibly good actress. And uh, if you don't know her, watch literally any comedy that's gotten released in the yeah. last, like, six years. Absolutely. She's in it. She's always the neighbor um, or the, the, the weird stepmom yeah, or... The like... She, she's in Parks and Rec. She's in the newsroom. She's in a ton of TV shows. She's been in a ton of movies. She is a really good actress. So, what could this show... Like, look, I, 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 I don't understand why the whole... Like, heroizing is... That, that's not a word, but it is now. Heroizing, oh, is now. heroizing <laughs> the villains. Like... And, and you may say, oh, it doesn't mean it, but you are. You're heroizing <laughs> the villain by giving him a fucking TV show. That's You would never give a TV show to anyone in fucking prison, would you? But so we're they giving TV shows. Right, but Loki, we've learned, is not really a bad dude. And really, from the What If episode, Loki is only bad because of the way that Odin treated him and raised him. Because when, without Odin, we saw he was a fucking awesome giant dude. He was like, fine. All right, let's, and let's by the end of again. Loki, it's still like he's still like a good guy, you know. So, and then you can say Deadpool, but then again, Deadpool is still like half bad, half good. So, yeah, it's just take it like the Joker was a good movie. The Joker was a good movie, um, but the Joker still like you. It was different for than him. it was. It, it was what? yeah. It was it was different though. The Joker was different than suicide squad suicide squad, for instance, is deliberately taking bad guys and making you want to think that they're good guys because they're pitting good guy, a uh, bad guys against bad guys. Um, they're not, like the Joker didn't go up against another bad guy. The Joker was just beat up. That was his origin story. He became the bad guy, but you can't, when I'm watching a team of su like suicide squad, there's no fucking way you're going to get me to root for these fucking bad guys unless you make them good, which is exactly what they have to do to make the movie even work. They have to make them good guys, which is breaking their character. So yeah. this movie, unless it's her going around and causing shit among like every episode would be her, like going into the Avengers tower and fucking with Tony Stark or something like that. 
the show, I don't know how it's going to be good because we know she's a bad guy. And if it, if her origin is a good guy story, I'm fucking a hundred percent out, dude. This better be a so, story of all her, all the time she loses to good guys. That would be a good villain fucking that show. Would, that would be a good villain. So that, that just kind of begs the question though, like what are they doing with this show? Like we know how one division ended. It, it ended with her trapped in her own sitcom essentially yeah. that's where that's where scarlet witch left her um is this going to continue with that because there or, are rumors or, that yeah. like agatha is supposed to pop up within the marvel universe some more like we're definitely going to be seeing her more yeah um is this going to be like an origin story to her but like we already know her origin yeah we exactly. know where she came from like is it going to be like what happened before one like i don't know like what if she's just what if but what if the what if the spinoff i mean what if it's not about her what if she's just in the spinoff like she's with someone else like her and someone else someone saves her they have a team of witches or whatever the fuck like it doesn't like maybe it's not specifically the agatha show that's Um, true because it just so the original announcement said that they're doing a spinoff starring Catherine hahn so we don't know if she's going to be starring with somebody else. Right. She could just be um, a reoccurring character and that's yeah, starring in a like show. She could be like the front sort of role and there could right. be another character with her. It could, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's interesting. I liked the character. I like Catherine Hahn. Like, so they've piqued my interest. I want to know where this is going. But I'm completely with you. Like, if this is going to be a you know, turn the bad guy into a good guy. <laughs> I don't care. Like, yeah. no. just make, like, just make a show about a good guy that we know is good. Like, yeah, come on, you don't need to take bad guys. You just guy. created. There's so yeah, many like, characters we want to see. Well, like, um, what, yeah, what do you want to see? Yeah. Oh. No, <laughs> I was, just... all right. I'm going to move on to, yeah, I mean, we're going to stay with on. Disney. Uh, we're actually now going to do our final. What if fan riff, um, I don't think it's not going to be the final one because there is going to be a season two, um, which is good. Uh, So this fan riff, because there was no show last week, we are going to encompass the last two shows, uh, the last two episodes of the what if show. So if you haven't seen them, go watch them. What the fuck are you doing? All right. So um, (laughs) these last two episodes, the first one is called what if Ultron won? This episode was amazing. It was uh, very very awesome and it was just as it says what if ultron won so instead of the avengers hijacking the that semi and getting vision's body and then doing the thing with vision um they didn't do that and ultron got vision's body that he the the one scientist lady was never you know unpossessed and he turned vision into the body that he needed to go into Yep. Uh, and that included he owned the soul stone or the mind stone. He had the mind stone. Uh, that was sweet. What was sweeter was when Thanos comes and, well, pretty much just hands over the fucking infinity stones. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good scene. That was a really good scene. He just appears and like, whatever <laughs> yeah i'm i'm surprised at even with the zombies like how much violence they're allowing like it's not gory because there's no blood but i i mean 
seriously, like this shows that Ultron is a much more better user uh, of the stones because I mean, he saw Thanos, he saw Thanos with the gloves. Thanos was coming like he did come for vision. He was coming now for Ultron, but Ultron just saw him, saw the glove sliced Thanos in half with the soul stone. You know how uh, vision will shoot out beams with the soul stone. He used it, sliced Thanos in half dead immediately. Like it was fucking no time at all. Took the stones and pretty much became way better than Thanos was. I mean, the shit that Ultron just made robots appear out of fucking nowhere. Like he just was decimating the universe. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really like, it was a really good episode and probably, probably one of my favorites of this entire first season. Like uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Like it was definitely one of my favorites. Um, the fact that, you know, we saw a different side of the whole Ultron story, which a lot of people say like the Ultron storyline in the Avengers was probably like the weakest storyline out of all of those movies. I disagree with that. I thought Ultron, I thought the Ultron storyline was really good. Uh, but I think it was good. Yeah, like I thought it was really good. Uh, I like villains who have just I like villains who have a motive other than just like, I'm a bad guy. I get to kill shit. Like Ultron definitely had that motive. It was, you know, I'm a bad guy and I'm going to kill shit, but I'm doing it because humans suck. Well, yeah, they just, just like eradicated. Yeah, like, the Marvel, that's the thing with Marvel villains. Like you're right. They're not, they're, they're not really evil. They're just, their, their ideals are different than ours because his, his whole purpose is he wants fucking peace. But guess what? The reason there is no peace is yeah. because humans live. So yep. get rid of the humans. That was his, just like Thanos wanted to get rid of half the population just yep. so the Thanos, other half wouldn't die. Um, Thanos so, wanted to secure resources and like, and the only way to do that is what half of the distance. Like, yeah, so, so if you think about it, though, Ultron did exactly what Thanos wanted to do just physically without snapping just, it. Just on he a just went to every planet scale. and just, they just fucking destroyed everyone. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, not, not half. They, he got rid of everyone, so he was the, the, the last one. And that's where things got a little weird. Not weird, but like it's something that I didn't expect to happen, at least in this first season, because we already know that this whole what if season, this whole show series is is pulled from the cinematic universe and not the comic universe. And they don't yeah. really they don't really go too outside of the cinematic universe as to confuse people that only know of the cinematic universe. You know, they're not going to have a thing with Spider-Ham right now or they're not going to have something with Ghost Rider because people don't know him. You know what I'm saying? But so they keep everything involved with things that we would we know if you've never read a comic book or watch any of the other cartoons. That being said, we have The Watcher. And the only thing that anyone outside of the comic world, like all these new people really watching this know of The Watcher is the show. And and they they don't really know what he does. And through these series, you're understanding, especially with the uh, Doctor Strange one, when Doctor Strange noticed them and he's still like, I can't interfere. I didn't think that they would let him interfere and do something, be involved so soon in the series. Because, as I said, people don't really know The Watcher. And I, I would think that that's something. Because w- if this happened three series, three seasons later, people would be like, what the fuck? This has to be some important shit. But to do it all the way, just at the end of one season, is kind of like, well, then it, it doesn't feel like his oath is as it really is where he will watch people be massacred and not interfere. 
So like, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, I think it would have had more impact and yep. it would have been more, more purposeful if it was later on. But anyways, what happens is, you know, everyone's dead. Ultron with the gems can somehow sense fucking the watcher, just like Dr. Strange could. Um, but this time he goes looking for the fucking watcher and the watcher is scared. Um, so, you know, we don't know what he's going to do. And, uh, then we find out what he's going to do in the second one, which is called, what if the watcher broke his oath? Yep. Um, and, uh, that is, well, here you, you can do that one. That, that one is really, it's almost like, it's not really a sequel to everything at once, but it kind of is. So this sort of, uh, so essentially, uh, Ultron, Omega, Ultra, Ultron, uh, has all of the gems. He is shattered reality. Uh, he's going into all of the different dimensions that we have been witnessing through the course of the series and just annihilating them, just destroying them into nothingness. Uh, the Watcher is trying, he puts together a team, essentially, called the, the Guardians of the Multiverse, and it is uh, Agent Carter and um, Gamora and Doctor Strange and um, T'Challa as Star-Lord, which is still really fucking yeah. awesome, and, uh, and, um, and Killmonger as and Black Panther. And Thor. And, uh, and, and, and Thor, yeah. Uh, and, and Thor. And he puts them together to fight Ultron uh, to, to, to get the gems away from him, to stop him from doing this. And this is... So this is sort of him interfering, but not directly interfering. Like he's he's definitely breaking his oath, but in a more like laid back kind of manner, because he knows that there is no way he's going to be able to like kill Ultron without help. Right. There's just no way. Like that first episode, Ultron was just fucking his shit up. Yeah. And he had to assemble this team. And uh, I thought it was great that, like, again, like, Doctor Strange realized that, like, they're not supposed to win. Yeah. Like, the goal wasn't to win this battle. It was literally just to separate him from these gems. And I like how this incorporated literally everything we've seen. Like, the fucking zombies. All, it was, yeah, in. all the all-stars. Like, like all the stars of the show of every episode was in this as it which was weird it was it shows that marvel can take fucking anyone and make a good team out of them because seriously right? like when i was like this is the team out of all the fucking realities and multiverses you can go through this, this is, is the, the team, team you fucking pick this is the team. essentially star lord black panther gamora the only more the only powerful one is thor Miss, uh, captain marvel was in so many of these and he didn't pick her he, he didn't pick captain marvel and i like i like so one of my favorite scenes of this, of, of like the second episode, was definitely when Doctor Strange dropped all the zombies on Ultron. Mm -hmm. And then like Ultron explodes all of them and there's only one left. Yeah. And it's zombie Scarlet Witch. And they start fighting and then all of a sudden she realizes who it is and she just stops. Yeah, that's weird. I thought that was a great scene in a great callback to literally how we know these characters. Like, 
Because she's not seeing Ultron. She's seeing Vision. Vision, yep. And I just thought, like, fucking bravo yeah. to Marvel. Like, that was such a good, like... like... the little things. Like, it was such a good continuity thing mm-hmm. that, like, I really don't think a lot of, like, a lot of companies would even have cared about. But, like, Marvel did. And yeah. that was just, as a fan, that was so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I was I was excited at first, though, when she was there because she would have fucked him up. But then she when nothing happened, have... I was like, ah. And oh. Yeah, you're just like, fuck it. My favorite. She doing anything. <laughs> my favorite part was, like, when Thor threw fucking Molnir and Doctor Strange multiplied it. And that just dude, fucking that all so, those hands, dude. So Doctor Strange is so like, I know that like this one is the <coughs> supreme, so he has all the powers that he absorbed, but like he is totally a match for the gems, like all the time. Yep. Like all the time, he is seriously like, which means that he's he should be strong as strong as like the Scarlet Witch, but I think he's more his strengths are defensive than offensive. Yeah. So yeah, he's more uh he's more like defensive magic. And Scarlet Witch is literally just like, okay, I can't beat you. I'm just gonna create a reality and just throw you in that reality and just be done with you. Yeah. Like, no. So, so they um, go on, and and their main way of of their first way of trying to get Ultron because he's always remotely controlled by he controls all his drones was they were gonna get what's his name the um the the Nazi scientist yeah the, the Hydra the Hydra scientist yeah and and he's the one that's usually in the chest of the character like he's a, a TV screen in Captain America. Um, so they, they wanted him and they were going to get him and, and get him in a US, he had him in a USB drive and they were going to shoot Ultron with them so that he would fight Ultron inside of his body, which yeah. to me was stupid in the first place. Cause you know, once he has the gems, he's going to keep the gems. Like he's a bad guy. Um, so anyways, that happened a while ago with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. But what I like is that they ended up in the reality that started everything when Scarlet Witch was the only person in that reality remember the, black, the one, widow. black widow that's what i meant black, yeah. black widow yeah it was originally um, black widow and clint and then yes. uh they came up with the idea of putting uh that guy in the arrow to shoot and then clint died and it was just black widow right. left so she ends up on that planet joins the the guardians and you know they fight fight ultron they end up beating ultron by doing the arrow and the eye thing and yep. then uh, obviously t'challa was in the background making, and that was also cool because he deliberately put him in there so that he would betray. He knew he was going to betray them by doing the Ultron shit and trying to take over, which would pit him against the other guy trying to take the gems, which ended up with the gems separated from Ultron and and stagnant with them both trying to grab in the air. So after that, this is though, all of that happens. And you're right. That's not really the watcher breaking his oath. The oath breaking comes at the very end when everybody's going off to their own realities and he's like, you know, you know, what, I don't even know, were they going to forget everything that happened? I don't no, know. But, no, they were okay. definitely going to hold their knowledge. So they were going to, they all were going to walk through the door and then go to their own reality. And then she was already there. She's like, I'm not going through that door. Nobody lives on my fucking world. What the fuck are you doing? Like, why won't you help me? And that is when he broke his oath, when he puts her in the universe where she died and she was back with the Avengers. That was the oath breaking. Nothing up until that point yep. was oath breaking, except for that one thing. Yeah, so, that one scene. Um, I think it was great. Um, I, uh, I almost think this is this 
these two together, I consider one. And I think that this was probably my favorite story out of all of them. I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. Like they were all like really good. These two, like th th this, this one big episode, this was definitely my but, favorite of them too. And you know what they did, right? That what they did was they just took uh, the skeleton for what we know of as Marvel and put it in a show. Every episode was every hero's individual story. And it all led to all of them joining up into one without yeah. those individual stories. We wouldn't understand any yeah, of the it. ending would have made no sense. So it was perfect. Like, it was yeah, like, if they yeah. did, if they just did an abridged version of the Avengers, that's how it would have went. Every episode would have been a different character. And the last one would have been all of them. So yeah. it was great. It was great. It, 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 they have a season two coming up. It's supposed to sequelize a lot of what we've but, seen. Verlaine. Did you see the end credit scene? Uh, maybe. Uh, Tell me. T remind me about it. So the end credit scene is um, Agent Carter goes back to her regular reality, and she gets punched. She remember she was going on the ship, and she goes back on the ship, and the bad guy she's fighting on the ship punches her, and then her Black Widow walks up, buzzes him, and then Black Widow and uh, Agent Carter go to one of the shipping crates and inside the crate is Steve Rogers in his Iron Man suit. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, on the side is a heart monitor and it shows that he is very much alive. The suit, however, isn't the suit Howard Stark made for him. It's different. Um, my theory is uh, Steve Rogers is going to be her Winter Soldier. Okay, that's cool. That'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can't believe I, Oh, I know why I didn't see it, because none of the other episodes had fucking end credit scenes. Um, like, it's sweet. Yeah, go back and rewatch it. Just go nice. to that, like, dude, it was, it was a really good scene. And, like, when it played out, I'm like oh my God, he's going to be Winter Soldier. That's so awesome. And again, like Marvel's just really good at that shit. Like it's, you know, it's, yeah. bravo, man, this whole series was good. Yeah. And like, I'm excited for season two. I hope they mix in some sequels and some new episodes. Cause like yeah. Marvel has a lot of universes and there's a lot of stuff. And like, hopefully by the time season two comes out, like, will have the knowledge of X-Men being in the universe so we can have some X-Men storylines and That's like right. Fantastic Four storylines and stuff. That would be they, awesome. They're going to have, like, uh, they already said they're going to have phase two, I mean, phase four stuff in it. So the next season will have, you know, what you're saying, like some of the continuations, I guess, of what we know. Yeah. And then they're yeah. going to also show in like, throw in like Shang-Chi and whoever else is coming out. I think it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be a mix. I think we're going to get some sequels because we should probably definitely get a sequel to like the Marvel zombie one. Oh, fuck yeah. Like we need that one. It one ended was, like, yeah, it, it ended completely open. We definitely need a sequel to that. Um, you know, agent Carter, like, you know, captain, like captain Carter, she could definitely get a sequel. Like there's yeah. a lot they can do with her. And with the ending of this one, they literally oh, can just do winter soldier, like, but with her, yeah. um, yeah, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hyped for season two. I think season two is going to be incredible. Hopefully, it's more than nine episodes. Like I nine think it's half supposed hour to be the episodes. Same. Yeah, the, the but, half hour episodes went by quick. Yeah. Um, but still, so did yeah. the two months that it took. 
Yeah, like, yeah, it was, it, it went by quick. And uh, we have, God, we have no other Marvel shows coming up, do we? Um, oh, Hawkeye. Yes, Hawkeye. We have Hawkeye. Yeah, we have and then there's still, there's still um, visions that is well. I mean, it wasn't released episodically, and then I don't know. Something Star Wars better be coming soon. I mean, it's it's time. Um, but anyways, we are going to end it right there. Uh, thank you everybody for checking us out. Uh, I don't know when our next little segment of stuff is going to happen, uh, but when it does, you'll know about it. Uh, thanks, James, for hanging out with me. Um, Want to remind everybody that this weekend. Um, you can actually catch us in two places. Wait, that's four. Two places. Um, I will be representing Game Fix at the Three Rivers Comic Con in Pittsburgh. And this is Saturday. Uh, it's a two-day show. I'll only be there one day. And then Dave will be at Toy Hio in Girard on the same day, this Saturday. So if you are in Girard or if you're in Pittsburgh or if you've got the gall to go to both shows, which wouldn't be that bad. It's driving an hour. Well, depending on where you are, I guess. They're not that far away from each other. Uh, you can check us out both times. Uh, patrons obviously get the discounts, get the free stuff. Um, everybody, you know, just come check us out. And, uh, obviously next week we will be back in full form and, uh, with more video game stuff for you. Yep. Anything you got left, James? I will be, I will be behind the scenes like always and not picture and face. Oh, <laughs> and People I have, like uh, I have, I have nothing. I'm good. All right, cool. Well, uh, with that, everybody, you guys take care. And again, uh, we are Game Fix, GameFixShow.com, at GameFixShow, GameFixShow podcast. Uh, yeah, take it easy. I love you all. Adios, turd nuggets. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, uh, come on. It wasn't come that on. bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.